Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. If you have a dating or relationship question or you need an opinion on something, go to the link in the bio and ask a question and get a personalized video sent back to you. It's in the link tree slash the game exposed and you could ask a question and get a personalized video confidentially sent to you um, answering your question. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and today I'm going to talk about a really common topic, mama's boys, you guys, all right? Now, I know a lot about this, and I'm going to fill you guys in on, you know, when you if you're dating a mama's boy or if you marry a mama's boy, how things can progress and how things could happen, all right? Here is one of the biggest misconceptions that people have when they're dating a mama's boy. You're dating somebody and they love their mother and, you know, initially you say to yourself, oh, that's great. You know, if he treats his mother well, he's going to treat me well, okay? Let me just tell you something, okay? When you get in a serious relationship and you get married even, you, the wife, are the one that takes priority over the mother, okay? And the mother has to realize that. He has to realize that, that everybody has a place in the family unit. You are not equals. You are not equal to his mother, all right? In other words, his time and everything, you are the priority, okay? And when people get involved with mama's boys, a lot of, um, the, one of the biggest problems that a lot of people don't realize is they think like, I'll change that. You know, once I get married, she's gonna have nothing to say about the mother, right? So you go along and initially, a lot of times, if you haven't had experience in this, you are you don't even know what you're in for, okay? So you start out and you're dating this person and what happens when you date a mama's boy is that a lot of times, whatever they do for you, they feel they have to do for their mother as well. In other words, I'm going to give you an example because I had a good friend that went through this. When she used to get a piece of jewelry around the holidays, he would have to buy a piece of jewelry for his mother as well. That was one incident, you guys. And then if you're dealing with somebody who, you know, and you don't get along, you don't get along with their mother, you are in for it. You are in for it because if your man... Or if it's the other way around, right? If, it, if you're dealing with a woman who's attached to her mother 
or or her father or something like that, they're attached to that kind of parental parent and they're still dependent on them, you are always going to have that influence in your relationship. Your relationship will not be, you know, just you and that person. That person is going to be influenced by their, their, whoever they're, you know, close with, whether it's their mother or their father or, but we're talking about mama's boys here, you guys. And the thing is, if you marry somebody like that, that person is going to be in your business. Ooh, are they going to be in your business? If you have kids, they're going to have a say in how you raise your kids. I know people that actually called up the daughter-in-law and was telling them how to, what they should be doing with homework for their kids, or they need to be reading this, or they need to be doing that. See, now here's the thing that that happens with monster-in-laws, okay? That's what we're going to call them for now because they don't know how to, you know, they don't know how to respect your boundaries. One of the things that you have to realize with these people is that these people don't come out to your partner and specifically say, you know, oh, I don't like her or something like that. You have you have some, you know, mother-in-laws that will do that, but a lot of them here's what here's a classic thing that the mothers of these guys do. They play the victim, you guys. They play the victim, right? A lot of them are passive-aggressive, covert narcissists. In other words, what they do is, like, if if you're not getting along or something, they're going to throw little subtle digs, like, you know, let's say you're sensitive about a certain topic or something like that. What they're going to do is they're going to make, like, there's a problem with you to your partner. They're going to say, Oh, well, I I just want you guys to be happy. I just want you guys to be happy. You know, it it's not me, you know. It she's the one with the problem. This is what they do, you guys. And the the thing that you have to understand is you get involved with somebody like that and you have a partner that doesn't stand up for you. You are not in a relationship with your partner. You're in a relationship with their mother. Okay, that means that you have a fight with that person. The minute you are not around, the minute they're at work, the minute you walk out of that house to go to the store, wherever, they're going to be on the phone with their mother reporting back and saying, do you know what she did, Ma? She did this and she did that. And if you have a mother-in-law or your boyfriend's mother doesn't like you and she's a troublemaker, she is going to throw some stones, okay? But the way they do it is they do it indirectly, okay? In other words, they try to be there and try to make like, you know, they're there for their son, you know, and everything like that. But meanwhile, they're throwing their little indirect digs to, to rile up their son. Why do they do this, you guys? Because a lot of times, not all of them, a lot of times they're jealous, They're jealous of the relationship that their son has with his girlfriend or his wife. That attention is off them. And this happens a lot when you get involved with somebody and their mother is very attached to them because their mother doesn't have her own life. All right. She's all enthralled in her her son's life so that now, you know, everything he does with his wife or his girlfriend, you know, uh, you know. You got to report back to them. What else is going on? What else? 
So what else happened? So what did the kids do? Oh, really? Yeah, this, that. In other words, you always have to report. It's like reporting back to your parole officer. And you find yourself that you're not in a relationship with just your partner. There's this other person that is all enthralled in your relationship. And here's here's something that you got to watch out for, you guys. A lot of people will say, oh, well, this is all going to change when we get married. This is all going to change. If you try to alienate your man away from his mother and she's very, very, you know, he's very attached to her. You know what's going to happen? He is going to resent you. He is going to resent you. This is why I tell you, if you get involved with somebody, you have to make sure that they are not dependent on, let's say, a parent or somebody else, okay? Because then they're not going to be able to stand up to that person. They're not going to be able, when when you're, you know, being thrown to the wolves, a lot of times what they'll do, because they don't want to, you know, get in the middle of it, is they sit there in silence and say, oh, I don't know, I don't know, okay? Which is up to the person it's up to your your man to be able to stick up for you, okay? If they can't stick up for you, then you better run, okay? Not walk, you better run. Because now you're you're going to be in a relationship with them and their mother and they're going to be the they're going to decide how things are going to go, okay? So you're not only going to be Anytime you have conflict, the conflict's not just going to be with your partner. It's going to be with your partner and that outside influence that's going to try to manipulate your partner against you if they don't like you, okay? And the other thing, too, is if you get in a situation like that, and let's just say you don't like their parents, all right? You don't like their family for nothing, right? What happens is... If you tell them, well, I, I'm not going to your family's house. I don't want you going to your family's house and everything like that. You know what happens when you have a family party or you have a family get together on your side and your partner comes with you, they are going to go there and they're going to have a face on. They're going to pay you back because you know what? Underneath, they're feeling bad for their family or their mother. Okay. And they're, they're growing a hatred for you. And they're looking at you like you are the witch. How dare you try to keep me away from my family? But here I am, I'm with your family, okay? So this is why I say, you guys, you need somebody who is an independent thinker, an independent person that doesn't just go running to mommy or daddy every time you guys have a fight, that they are mature enough to work it out with you. You know, there's there's a difference between loving your mother and there's a difference between your your mother being in some being in your relationship, which she should not be in your relationship. She should not be deciding what kind of wedding you have or something along those lines or when you get engaged or something along that line. Like I had a good friend. She went through that. She was dating a guy for a year and she told him, she said, listen, um, you know, where are we going here? And he was like, you know, he spoke to his mother and his mother told him, wait, wait, wait. He didn't tell her that, but because she knew the relationship with the mother, she knew, oh, that was, that, that had to been the influence that was going on, which it was, you know, she found out later on, 
And he told, he went back to her and he said, well, you know, let's wait another six months or let's, and she told him, she said, no, she said, either we're going to move to the next level and get engaged or we're breaking up because I'm not wasting my time. Either, you know, you want to move on or you don't. Okay. And he went out and he got her a ring, right? And they were engaged. And then what happened was, um, there were a lot of red flags during the engagement. They used to fight over his mother all the time, okay? The mother used to make little innuendos about her. And, you know, she didn't realize it at the time. She just figured, you know, you know, she didn't think anything of it. She didn't think anything of it. But what I'm trying to tell you guys is this. Once you get married to somebody like that, it becomes so much bigger. The little things become so much bigger bigger. And what happened is she ended up marrying him. There was an argument over the wedding because his mother wanted a big wedding. She didn't want a big wedding. And they, you know, they ended up getting married. They went on the honeymoon and he had a face on the whole time during the honeymoon because his mother didn't have a big wedding. Okay. And that's how the marriage took off and started out. And then there were other little things that went about, whether it was, you know, buying a house or something like that. The mother, you know, would put in her two cents, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't go to the daughter-in-law and, and confront her head on what they do. Like I told you guys, these people are passive aggressive. They will go to your partner behind your back. Not all of them, but a lot of them, believe me, a lot of them are very snaky and they will go to your partner when you're not around and they will fill your partner's head up. And then when your partner comes home, your partner is going to be a whole different person. That's why a lot of times people that are married, this happens all the time, you guys, uh, believe it from me, because I've seen it, you know, a lot. When a lot of times you have an argument with your partner or you have a disagreement. Now you go to work or they go to work or whatever it is. Now the person comes back and you're in the room and you're thinking, okay, we had an argument, but you know, everything's okay. The person comes back and guess what? The person is even more fired up. And you're saying to yourself, why are they so angry? You know, we had a little disagreement. It wasn't any big deal, right? It was like, okay, so we disagreed. It wasn't like we were yelling and screaming or anything. But now your partner is home and your partner is off. Maybe your partner's giving you the silent treatment. Maybe you're asking your partner what's wrong and they're not answering you. Or they're telling you uh, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. This is what a lot of them do too, you guys. They sit there and they tell you nothing's wrong because they don't want to tell you that they went back to their mother and were bad-mouthing you. And now, you know, now their head is filled up with all this anger and hate because now you have this third party who doesn't like you saying, uh, you know, you're this bad person and, you know, why it's always got to be her way or something like that along those lines. Another, And now that person is influenced by that outside influence and it's starting trouble in your relationship. Okay, it's starting trouble in your relationship. And this could happen with any kind of outside influence. So this is what I'm trying to tell you. When you get involved with somebody, right? And let's just say they're very attached even to a close friend that you don't vibe well with. 
or uh, a family member, a sister even, or a brother, or somebody that they're very tight with. And let's say they don't like you for whatever reason, maybe because you're outspoken, maybe because you want to do things that they don't want their sibling to do or something like that. And they're you know, putting in their two cents or whatever. And now it's causing friction in your relationship, you guys. It could be an ex even. It could be an ex-baby mama as well, all right? Maybe they're friendly with their baby mama or something like that. And now I'm just using this as an example. And now you want to go out and buy a house with them or something. Maybe the baby mama, ex-baby mama's jealous even though they're broken up. They're friends and they're throwing in their two cents. And now your partner is telling you, uh, no, I don't think so. And it's always got to be your way. Now, all of a sudden, you see a change in that person, okay? You know, when you thought that person was, you know, on the same page with you, all of a sudden you see a change in that person. That's because of this outside influence. And it's the same thing when you deal with mama's boys, okay? I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again, all right? There is a fine line with dealing with a mama's boy, okay? It can make or break a relationship. It has caused plenty of divorces. Don't think it's a small thing, you guys, Believe me when I tell you, don't think, you know, oh, well, you know, it's really good that they're really close with their mother and that'll be fine because once we get married, you know, uh, she's going to have less to say and everything like that. Not necessarily, you guys, these mother-in-laws, some of them that are like really bad news and troublemakers and jealous and everything like that, that want control of their son or if it's the other way around, their daughter, they could break up your marriage, okay? And it's got to be up to your partner to be able to prioritize who's on top. And the wife is on top or the husband is on top when you get into a serious Mar when you get into a marriage, you guys, or a very serious, I'm not even going to count boyfriend, girlfriend, when you get married and you make that serious commitment, all right, you are the number one priority, you and the children, okay? I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a relationship with, you know, their mother or whoever it is, but they have to know their place, Okay, that's very important. That's very important. And if you're dealing in a relationship where you have a partner that says, no, you know, my mother's on top. Well, good. You go marry your mother and you go sleep in the bed with her too. Okay. And you go have kids with her. So, you know, you, you got to put your foot down because you don't have a grown man there. You have a grown boy that's been babied. Okay. That has been babied and needs to become a man or if it's the other way around, needs to be a grown woman and know that, you know what, their partner is number one. Their partner and their kids are number one before anybody else in this world. Okay. Now, another thing I want to bring up is this, you guys. If you're dealing with a mama's boy or the other way around, okay, a mama's girl, here's the thing. If you're dealing with, you know, their mother and they're not respectful of you, your partner, like I said before, has to be able to, you know, walk the line and be able to stand up for you. Not that you have to sit there and be disrespected by anybody. If you find that you're in a situation like that, okay, the best way to handle something like that is to not get into a confrontation with somebody, 
okay? Because it's up to your partner to stand up for you when it comes to their family. It's not up to you to sit there and battle with their mother. It's up to them to stand up for you. If you find that that's not happening and it's like you're being attacked and you're in a situation where you're being attacked, you disengage from that and you walk out. You walk out. You don't get yourself entangled in the mess. You walk out and then you communicate to your partner and you let them know, listen, okay, I was clearly disrespected. I am not going to be disrespected. You talk to your family about it. You straighten it out with them. And if they don't know how to, you know, show me respect, then they're, they are disrespecting you as well. Okay. And you need to be, your partners be able, needs to be able to convey that to his own family. Okay. And you have to be respectful of them as well. The other thing too, is if you go in there looking to battle with them and you start, you know, calling names, even as far as getting down and dirty and cursing with them, you are going to be labeled the bad guy. You are going to be labeled the bad guy because you lost your cool. The best way to handle something like that is to stay in control, okay? Because this is what they want to do. They want to make you the bad guy. They want to make you snap. This is what these troublemakers do. Believe me when I tell you, I know, okay? (laughs) This is what they do. They're going to want to make you snap. They're going to make little comments, like in other words, Let's say you have a newborn baby, right? You go visit the in-laws or whatever. I'm just using this as an example. A lot of um, ways they might try to get under your skin is say something like, oh, the baby is so cute. It looks just like their son, okay? Or something along those lines. Like, in, you know, just little things to try to get under your skin or throw you little jabs or something like that. It's up to your partner to, you know, not allow them to get away with that or to call them out on that. But see, the, the, the thing that is so tricky with these kind of people is they the way they do it, they do it in a way that they can't be called out for doing anything nasty, okay? It's like, it's like indirect, subtle little jabs, okay? You don't lose your cool, okay? That's the thing. This is what they want to do. And this is what a passive-aggressive narcissist does. They try to they try to get under your skin and make you, you know, act crazy so that they could start and they could sit there and call you crazy, all right? And they could, you know, discredit you to the, your partner and make you look bad. This is why you have to hold your class and you can't, you know, you can't lose control and your partner will be able to recognize that because now you are the victim. And remember when I tell you this, the victim always wins, you guys. <laughs> the, it's so true though. It is so true. When, especially when you're dealing with family dynamics, I don't care who it is, whether it's a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, you know, a cousin, the victim always wins, you guys, not the tiger, because the tiger gets labeled, oh, they're crazy, oh, they're a nut, oh, they're this, oh, they're that, you know, you're, you're, you're labeled the crazy one, but the one that stays in control and, you know, sits there and, you know, looks like the victim, that's the one they're going to feel sorry for. And that's the one that's going to get, you know, the most sympathy for. And, you know, a lot of people do this. 
This is very common. A lot of people, a lot of passive-aggressive covert narcissists, this is classic tactic of them, is to play the victim. This is what a lot of these mama boys' mothers do. They play the victim. Oh, poor me. I was here all weekend by myself. Nobody called. Okay? This this is what they do, especially if, like, they're a widow or they're a single mother or something like that. So their son is, like these guys are laden with guilt, okay? They're feeling bad for their mothers. My poor mother, my poor mother. Now, there's nothing wrong with loving your mother and making time for your mother, but you have to, you know, you have to know the boundaries. This is what I'm saying, you guys. You have to know the boundaries. And the other thing is, whoever you get involved with, this is probably one of the most important pieces of advice I could give you. Make sure you get involved with somebody that you like their family, okay? Because believe me when I tell you, you do marry the family. Because once you have kids, you're going to have birthdays. You're going to have holidays. You're going to have graduations. You're going to have all these different occasions that come up that these people are going to be at. And you got to face them, all right? where they're going to have family parties or New Year's or 4th of July and they're, you're going to get invited out. You're going to be around these people. So try to try your best, you know, to make sure that you could get along with these people because if you can't and that person is close with their family, you are on a road for disaster, okay? Unless that, Unless your partner really, really prioritizes you, sticks up for you, and will not allow anybody to disrespect you, okay? When somebody really loves you, they are not going to let somebody put you down or disrespect you, okay? Unless you're out of line, unless you're attacking their family for no reason, then that's a different story. But if you, that's why I tell you guys, you got to stay in control in these type of situations, all right? Because this is what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to break you. Don't let these people break you. It's it's like it's mind games with these people. It's mind games. It's for control. It's for attention. And, a, and, and it's also because a lot of times there's jealousy there. So like I said, you want somebody who's grown. Make sure whoever they are, it's one thing that they love their mother. It's another thing if they have to run every little thing past their mother. Because I'm going to tell you, you get involved with somebody that's, a, you know, a real mama's boy. Not only are they going to run to their mother every time you have an argument and, and rip you to shreds and they're going to come back with a face on. But if you marry somebody like that or you're in a situation where you live with that person and let's say their mother is not in the best financial situation, they could be slipping money to their mother and not telling you or telling you, oh, you know, they've got a pay cut or something and be giving money to their mother. Okay, I've seen that happen to to a friend of mine. So, you know. There's this other party involved and you got to make sure that your partner is 100% with you and that this person is not on your level. They are not on your level with your partner. They hold a special place with their, their son or their daughter if it's the other way, but the priority is the wife or the husband and the children, okay? And if they can't do that, then they should not be in a serious relationship or married, okay? That's it, you know? 
Point blank, period. Okay? So here's the bottom line, you guys. Here's the bottom line. When you meet somebody and you feel like you're dating a mama's boy or something like that, you have to look at those red flags, okay? If they are living with their mother when you meet them, ding, 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 ding. If they are giving money to their mother when you first meet them to help support the mother, ding, 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 okay? You are dealing with somebody whose mother is, you know, could be codependent on their son or daughter if it's the other way around, okay? Look at their living situation before you got involved in the mix, all right? Now, that's not to say that that person can't be married and, and have a healthy, you know, marriage down the line. It really, really depends on how attached or how much control that mother has on their son, okay? And if that son is able to break away from that and, and stand up like a man and, and respect his wife and be on the same page as his wife, this is not a love triangle, you guys. And you should not be put in a love triangle where it's like you feel like you're talking to your partner, but you also feel like there's that other that other voice coming in on the relationship, influencing your partner and influencing their decisions. That person should not be such a deciding factor in your partner's mind in making a decision. That is crucial. That is crucial. They have to be able to be able to make their own decisions and be independent. Find somebody who's independent, okay, that is not codependent on their parent. Like I said, it's fine. They love their parent. That's great. That's fine. That's wonderful. Okay. But they also have to be able to live independently of that person without being emotionally and financially dependent on them. Because if they are, you're going to be in that position as well. Okay. Then that person is in your marriage, in your relationship. And now it's going to be a, it's going to be a tricky thing because it's not just you and your partner. It's this third party in your business. Okay. And that really sucks. I'll make it very clear to you guys that sucks. And that's something you do not want to deal with. Okay. You do not want to have to deal with that. If you, if you could avoid a situation like that, that's why I tell you, look at the red flags in the beginning. All right. All right. And um, remember what I told you, how to handle it. So I hope that helps you guys. If it did, please hit the subscribe button and share, share, share the podcast. Have a great day. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon. Okay. You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power and and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And 
we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay? And have a great day.